first thing I remember knowing was a lonesome whistle blowing and a youngin's dream of growing up to ride on a freight train leaving town not knowing where I'm bound and no one could change my mind but mama tried one and only rebel child from a family meek and mild my mama seemed to know what lay in store despite all my Sunday learning towards the bad I kept on turning Till mama couldn't hold me anymore and I turned 21 in prison Doing life without parole No one could steer me right But mama tried, mama tried Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause mama tried Daddy, rest his soul, left my mom a heavy load She tried so very hard to fill his shoes Working hours without rest, wanted me to have the best She tried to raise me right, but I refused And I turned 21 in prison, doing life without parole No one could steer me right, but Mama tried Mama tried, Mama tried to raise me better But her pleading I denied That leaves only me to blame Cause Mama tried All right, happy Sunday. You are listening to Incendiary Radio with Mr. Robert Rayvolt. Surprise, Mr. Robert Rayvolt has taken the evening off and left me with the show. So this is Frederick C. Blackbird, a.k.a. Blackbird 9. I'm glad to be with you this evening. I hope everyone's having a wonderful Sunday and a wonderful Mother's Day. And tonight's show, this is entitled A Very Special Mother's Day Show. So when Mr. Rayvolt asked me to uh, fill in for him, I was like, okay, I can throw a bucket of rocks together for Mother's Day. And so we're going to do a little bit different than the uh, the vibe that's been going on on uh, Republic uh, and uh, Speak Free earlier today. So this will be shifting the gears a little bit. So it'll be like that, you know, sorbet before bedtime, right? So those staying up light. Hopefully I got a bucket full of some interesting nuggets for all of you out there. Um, no guests tonight. So... Um, We'll be taking callers after the first hour. I want to get through the first hour uh, just with the flow, so bear with me. But second hour, we will be opening up the phone lines. And so if you uh, want to uh, call in, I'll get those numbers to you in just a second. But uh, got a really good, like I said, hopefully a good show for you tonight. Um, been really busy here in the mountains of North Kakalaki. Uh, past few weeks, but uh, things are slowly coming to uh, somewhat of a <laughs> more even kill rather than just putting out fires all the time. Um, but uh, those numbers, like I said, we're going to open up the phone calls or the phone lines in the second hour, but you can call in at 512-248-8252. That's 512-248-8252 or toll free at 1-800-313-9443. That's 1-800-313-9443. And as always, you can join us in the chat room. So we'll be running the uh, Trading Post chat room for the show tonight, and you can join us there tonight or anytime at bb9tradingpost.chitango.com. That's bb9tradingposts, plural, .chitango.com, where we have the hottest news, the dankest memes, and the best tips on independent living. But if you want to look, or if you're looking for a knife fight, we just soon you go someplace else. So anyway... Um, just going through the headlines uh, before we get into the special treat of tonight's show. 
uh, just yeah, it's crazy the the clown world levels we're in right now. Here, uh, for those that follow my work, uh, you know that I'm in little mountain town of Watauga County, around basically on the ridge line between Boone or New Boone as we call it after 9/11 and Blowing Rock which are quickly just being transformed into Sodom and Gomorrah by all of this out-of-state, out-of-country, just buckets of money, and everything's getting bought up, and the Heritage Watauga people are just being pushed out of the way and, uh, you know, being uh, decimated with the COVID-9-11 pandemic. That's uh, interesting that our out-of-state newspaper owned by Adams Publishing, uh, Echo, 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 uh, hasn't done a st- any stories on the excessive death rates, especially of the Heritage Watauga uh, bloodlines and... Uh, you know, just it was across the board, but you just see these listings and listings and listings of, you know, obituaries, and um, nobody's talking about it. And it's just all these people dropping dead suddenly. Meanwhile, we have all these carpetbagger NGO groups that are setting up all these receiving end destinations for all those millions of illegals coming across the border. And so we've got all these NGO groups, you know, run by these chicken swingers with all this out-of-state money, you know, basically, uh, you know, come in, take over, set up all this stuff, and they've taken control of the press, taken control of Appalachian State University. They've taken control of the medical syndicate, which pushed this thing on us. And, you know, the long and the short is people like my family won't be celebrating Mother's Day today with our mothers because they died suddenly (laughs) during this, right? So just, you know, thoughts for all of you that are out there with your mothers and those who lost your mothers. You know, this show is dedicated to you, and also it's dedicated to my dear mother, who I loved very dearly, uh, Shirley Marie, <laughs> Shirley Marie, uh, the crazy French lady uh, that you know fell in love with my World War II veteran father. You know they had such the uh, military romance and lifestyle, but uh, you know th- this idea of health care. I think it's so hard for people to get their head around that that has been compromised as well. Uh, and I was joking the other day that in addition to being banned from the food line, the Boone food line, uh, you know, I was actually banned from my health, my parents' health care uh, provider there in Rock, actually technically Mountain View, North Kakalaki, uh, because I dared question what the doctor was doing and saying, you know, if you do this to my father, he, it's going to kill him. In two weeks, he'll be dead. <laughs> you know, and you know that was met with immediate outrage by the hip young female doctor who in charge, and she and my dear brother, who was executor, they agreed that the best thing would be that I wouldn't be allowed, you know, to participate in my parents' health care from that point on. And of course, they continued to get every shot that the elderly needed. And you saw them slowly lose their mental capacities. My mother much so, so than my father. My father stayed pretty sharp up until his passing, but that was due to things that I told them was going to happen. It's basic chemistry. Uh, you know, you learn that you know even a lowly uh, scullery maid like myself, you know, understood the basics there. But uh, you know, this is you know. Uh, what we're up against that you know these institutions they call it the long march through the institutions and you know what we're reaping here in Watauga right now is we've got this rent of town councils you know completely co- controlled by you know non-heritage folks they got nothing to, they are at war with heritage North Kakalak, you know, that is the problem that has to be fixed with diversity and inclusivity and, you know, the whole die, you know, diversity, inclusivity and equity is the, you know, Bolshevik battle cry for white genocide. 
you know, die whitey die. And so we talked about, you know, in the show last week about how the town council is just in all these virtue signaling uh affirmations of the great communitarian effort they're putting forth to destroy heritage, Wataga, what it was, and turn it into another multicultural failure, just like what they did to Asheville, North Carolina, what they did to Raleigh, what they did to Chapel Hill, what they did to Charlotte, what they did to Wilmington. You know, this is formulaic. This is how they operate. And when you try to explain it to people, you know, they just, you know, don't want to hear it. That's the problem, you know, we have is the cognitive dissonance that, you know, they can't quite grasp that these people want you gone. They want your stuff. They want you gone. And they're funneling in all these replacement workers to take that place. And it's like, you know, so in the last 20 years, when we say everything changed after 9-11, you know, We've seen this community just completely get cabalistically flipped on its head of, you know, white is black and black is white now up here. And so you've got just these, you know, Bolsheviks in charge that are just spouting the big lies, whatever positions of power they have, and virtue signaling. Everybody gets an award for all their great virtue signaling. I mean, like, you know, one of the things that's fascinating, there's over 240 registered NGOs here just in the Boone proper area code, right? So, you know, you got all these people actively working 24-7 to you know, take you out with 4G and 5G war- warfare. They're highly organized, and it's slime mold. And so the town council, the first one they did, of course, was when somebody dared wave a swastika flag near the Chicken Swinger Clubhouse. You know, that was considered a hate crime, and you know, it actually made the media in Israel, right? And they never caught the guy, of course, but it prompted all of this action that, you know, the town of Boone has to virtue signal that we embrace our Jewish community and, you know, uh, we have this proclamation. And it just basically goes through all this, you know, the Jews are the eternal innocent victims. Jews have never done anything wrong. Anybody who doesn't like Jews is anti-Semitic. And we want to adopt the international Holocaust memorial definition of anti-Semitism here, you know. And so so it's just all of this over-the-top stuff, and it's like you know, a lot of us now are, you know, did they do a false flag just to prompt this? They had the script all ready to go, you know. And the next one, of course, was that the locals can no longer question anybody from where they're from even. That is, you know, f- you know that is a ha- aggravated, you know, microaggression. That is, you know, violence in words to ask somebody where they're from now here. And you cannot comment anything that makes them different than Heritage Wataga. Everything Heritage Wataga does is open for criticism, ridicule, mockery. You know, you can do that all day long. But, you know, asking, you know, the new, you know, mosque here, you know, why does Boone need a mosque just as much as they needed a synagogue of Satan, right? And, uh, you know, it's this is how they're operating, right? They're just funding all this to destroy the demographic. Like Saul Alinsky said, the first rule of community organizing is community disorganizing. And, of course, the latest this week, you know, the Boontown Council voted unanimously. This is the other Stalin-esque aspect of this is all of these just in-your-face heritage stock, Wataga County, we are unanimously voting to a completely different set of values than what you have. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, we have seized control of this town. We run this town now, and you guys just need to die and leave. You know, and we've all moved into our gated, fortified communities, and we're going to buy up, you know, all the other land. The other aspect of this is all the philanthropists that have this, you know, NGO mafia known as the Blue Ridge Conservancy, which basically is a UN, you know, Agenda 2021, 2030 
land covenant outside of anything to do with the Constitution, right? That basically says that piece of land can never, ever be homesteaded, can never, ever be farmed, can never, ever have a business on it. You know, the family can't do anything with it because we are preserving this area by getting rid of the white people on the land. We have to preserve the land by getting rid of the people. Takun alum, we are fixing Watauga County, and that's the group that's got us pinned down here on Blackjack Mountain. You would not believe what we got forced into agreeing to by these people that, you know, they're bona fide Rockefellers. And, you know, they're like David, you know, they're part of that new world order that he was so proud of, right? So, yeah, that was the latest one. And, of course, not to be outdone, our, you know, uh, Kang Cooper here in North Kakalaki, who's just another Soros puppet, you know, all this out-of-state money to have, you know, the new white, you know, Democrat that is the self-hating white guy that promotes everybody but the people who built this state. And it's all about, you know, bringing in replacement population and supporting all these cultural Marxist victims groups, right? So he's their boy with his, you know, boy wonder sidekick, Josh Stein, echo, 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 who's our attorney general. So you can imagine the dynamics in North Carolina over this. But, you know, Kang Cooper, you know, was the king of COVID-9-11 lockdowns and bad science. Wear your mask, get your jab. Yeah, he's out and saying that he has now vetoed legislation that would have banned nearly all abortions after 12 weeks of pregnancy. And, of course, all the chicken swingers are out there, you know, with their signs about how killing babies is a Jewish right. And you got to get your head around that because we start what we're going to do the rest of the program. That's really going to help you that, yes, this is a thing. You know, baby killing and chicken swinging kind of go hand in hand. And that's what the big cognitive dissonance of getting your head around uh, this. And, you know, the idea of, you know, Mother's Day, that, you know, this is what, you know, our puppet governor does in the run up to Mother's Day weekend to virtue signal to all of these, you know, women out there who think this is perfectly fine and is empowering, right? And it's interesting that up here, you know, two of the big you know, chicken swingers are known affectionately by the locals as the Schaefer Dykes. They're heir to the Schaefer fortune, which came out of that mall syndicate of, you know, trashy stores for young girls you know, full of overpriced stuff made by slave labor in China. So this is how this guy made his literal billions, has, you know, the homosexual daughters. And so the daughter and her, you know, wife, whatever, had decided that they're going to come to Boone, North Kakalaki and fix it, literally, right? And so, you know, their big thing is to push the LGBTQ agenda full tilt up here so they bought the west close spa right and they just made it into this globo homo hot spot with all their ill-gotten gains and promptly took over the auditorium at the university through philanthropy then uh paid for our new synagogue of satan and paid for the university to get both a hillel chapter and and a Holocaust Center, the Center for Jewish Holocaust and Peace Studies, or some silliness like that. But it's just basically a little brainwashing operation to brainwash these t- teachers into you know, not having any critical thinking whatsoever when it comes to teaching the Holocaust to our state schools, right? And so, you know, you just see... Uh, the machinations, and also they put in all this money into our to revamp our health care, right? And we were told our four hospitals that were distributed through the county so people could get to them in bad weather, that nothing was going to change. But suddenly when our public hospitals got privatized and sold to this out-of-state NGO group with you know, a great-sounding name, Appalachian Regional Health, you know, 
they're fully on committed to implementing the Calergi plan of nobody who's going to work here is from here anymore. You know, all of our senior staff are chicken swingers now. And we now have the Schaefer Dykes tower of family medicine that they just dedicated. And of course, our unanimous uh, town council just, you know, made it clear this week by popular unanimous vote that Boone will be celebrating June as Pride Month with all the trimmings, right? So we're going to have all kinds of fun pride events in Boone, even though that Titan lifestyle flies in the face of the majority of the Heritage Watauga people up here, that they see it for what it is. And you know, it's interesting when we look back at how you know, homosexuality got decriminalized, it was, you know, considered a mental illness forever and criminal. But suddenly in the 1970s, the official manuals, the DSM, got changed and the person behind it was Dr. Charles Silverstein, the pioneering gay activist, LGBTQ inclusive psychologist and boundary pushing author, right? Basically, you had a bunch of Jewish homosexual terrorists that terrorized the American psychiatric associations into agreeing to just basically say, okay, we no longer agree with thousands of years of European traditional morals. We're going to adopt a Talmudic Jewish philosophy and worldview. So this is 180 degrees, you know, but they did it because they were intimidated. Not that there was any change in the science, right? So now, you know, uh, the newspapers here uh, just print all this, you know, oh, the Stonewall riots were just legendary and it brought, you know, LGBTQ culture out of it. And one of the biggest things they have up here is this same group has a big groom fest on the 4th of July every year called the Liberty Parade, right? But it is basically a globo homo indoctrination to bring the homosexual community into an area where they can get at your children of various ages. And it's like amazing. I had the ill fortune to get contracted to run sound for it one year before I realized what it was. Uh, and, you know, it's basically this is a anti-America, anti-Christian Pay, they call it pagan, but it's actually just you know anti-Christian. They you know duping in all the gullible college kids, right? Ooh, this is pagan. It's trendy. It's cool, you know. But it's you know basically anti-heritage Wataga, and this thing's been going on since you know right started up right after 9/11 in the years following 9/11 when you had 200 of them basically just move in here with bags of money and say we're taking over the place, you know, and you know this to flip it on its head and to silence anybody who says boo against this. And one of the first things that the Adams publisher, New York Jew editor, that never shows his face anywhere, never actually signs a piece of propaganda from the Watauga Democrat, no, no way they will ever do that. But one of the first things he did when they took over the paper was censor me from being able to make comments on any of the Adams Publishing product line. I mean, not only was I banned from the Watauga Democrat, it was across all the high country press, the neighboring community papers that they had also bought up, you know, so I was completely banned from my local paper by this mentality of, you know, you disagree with us, shut you down. You know, you're violating our community standards, you know, our terms of service. And it's like, who are you to move into our community and start dictating community standards? And it's like, oh, well, that's what we community organizers do. We come in, tear down what was there, and replace it with our globo homo agenda. And you're basically, this is all just management. You know, the decisions have been made. 
we're just here to implement everything, right? So this is the rollout agenda. This is you know, complete communitarianism, complete Marxism. It's Bolshevism, but it's using soft power. You know, that that's the way they operate in fourth and fifth generation warfare. You know, they came in, seized communication, seized education, seized health care, you know, seized the local governments, you know, seized the law enforcement. We've got, you know, the you know, campus police and the town police out there bending a knee for St. George Floyd fentanyl, right? And they're being trained that, you know, like president or this guy who calls himself president, He's out there today giving a commencement speech warning about white supremacy being the number one terrorist threat. That, oh, these you know, white people are the problem. You know, we've got millions of people you know, streaming across the border to get on buses to come to your town, just like they're going to be coming in that we've you know, basically mapped out that they bring them in to Greensboro, and there seems to be a hub distribution in Greensboro. And then from there, they get on buses and come into all these rural mountain communities like Boone and Blowing Rock, et cetera, and just they're dumping them by the busloads. And they've got all these NGO groups set up, a lot of them by these mega churches for people who don't actually want to follow doctrine, non-denominational churches. We just want to be social on Sunday and do good things in the community, right? So a lot of these NGOs are sponsored by those groups. You know, they're getting money to all this federal grant money, you know, how this operates, you know, to basically assist all these invaders. Meanwhile, your corrupted local governments are saying, if you say anything about it, you're breaking the law. So this, you've got a gag order against the locals who are saying we're being invaded. And, you know, the response is, you know, you're just being intolerant. Now, meanwhile, Oprah, remember uh, out of Weinstein's pal Oprah, you guy that was, you know, smuggling children with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. Well, Oprah Winfrey was out at Tennessee State giving the commencement speech. Now, why would a best pal of, <coughs> you know, Harvey Weinstein be giving a commencement speech at Tennessee State? And in this, she's in the heart of the Bible Belt. And so angry black woman, the prototype angry black woman, is out advocating for LGBTQ rights in Tennessee and how important this is. So you see that all of these universities, these taxpayer universities and the private ones, have all been infiltrated by the slime mold and they have their agendas, right? It's interesting that Cherry Jezebel Everts here at Appalachian State University one year required that all faculty and staff and students all read the Laramie Project, right? And then brought in, you know, Matthew Shepard's mom to give the commencement speech and basically did this big psyop with the local synagogue of Satan, Rabbi Chicken Swinger Roberts at the time, you know, to basically shame all the white Christian community who thought that, you know, homosexuals are bad and they shouldn't be allowed into your community because of what they always have done throughout history, right? And so it was just this big psyop on the entire town, you know, that she would mandate that everybody at the school has to read this book and made it out like this. Yeah, this is a thing we do all the time, right? And then to bring in you know, Matthew Shepard's mom about LGBTQ stuff for the Mountaineers, right? <laughs> the Appalachian State Mountaineers, right? That's the lesson to be learned here. Now, meanwhile, you know, the media is just echoing this. You know, Rolling Stone was running today. You know, he put they put handsome truth on the cover of Rolling Stone. This neo-Nazi gets paid to groom children. Who's supporting this? And so anyway, we're coming up on the break, but it's just Dear everywhere. So we'll be back after this. Left my mom a heavy load. She tried so very hard to fill his shoes. Working hours without rest. Wanted me to have the best. She tried to raise me right, but I refused. You can't handle the truth. 
You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee. And I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee. And after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good. And uh, every time I came back, uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Tejibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea helps build red corpuscles in the blood which carry oxygen to our organs and cells. Our organs and cells need oxygen to regenerate themselves. The immune system needs oxygen to develop and cancer dies in oxygen. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? A huge number of mortgages made in the last 10 years have legal issues and are possibly defective. State laws and the U.S. Supreme Court have upheld that defective mortgage documents are grounds for foreclosure defense and for counterclaims in favor of the homeowner. If your mortgage has been sold or assigned since closing the loan, it may be defective and you may be paying the wrong party and the lender may not have standing or the right to foreclose or collect payments under the law. If you would like to know if your mortgage is legal or not, or know if you are paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Call toll-free 1-855-2-KEEP-IT. That's 1-855-2-KEEP-IT today. Mother, do you think they'll drop the bomb? Mother, do you think they'll like the song? Do you think they'll try to break my balls?
just a waste of time. All right, we are back. You are listening to Incendiary Radio with Mr. Robert Rayvold. Unfortunately, Mr. Robert Rayvold has taken the evening off. This is Frederick C. Blackburn, a.k.a. Blackbird 9, filling in tonight with our special, very special Mother's Day show, right? So we just put together a bucket of rocks and thought we'd do something a little bit different, give everybody a little break and tell what we call a tall tale, a tall story. So throughout this, I'm just relaying information. You know, this is just for you to think about. But we're here on Mother's Day. And, you know, to me, it is completely terrifying that I am, you know, here, you know, 60 years old. And we live in an age where every white nation, or formerly white nations, the mothers have to worry about their children being snatched by a hidden hand. Every white nation. In the tens and hundreds of thousands, like the range of 400,000 in the United States. You know, this is... So wide scale, but yet nobody in Mockingbird Media draws attention to it, right? And so one of the big, you know, awakenings is the idea that this is once again in our long history an issue that, you know, we are having our children snatched and on Mother's Day, you know, what could be, you know, one of the most horrific things ever for a young mother, especially, but young parents, to have their child snatched away from them, right? Never to be seen again. The, the fate, you know, you don't know what happened to them. You know, come no closure whatsoever. And in this long line of history, you know, we see the same pattern. And John Lennon once said, a conspiracy of silence speaks louder than words. And he signed that Dr. Winston O. Boogie on the Lennon Plastic Ono Band album. Earlier in his career, he would say, show business is an extension of the Jewish religion. So John Lennon said, show business is an extension of the Jewish religion. And then when you look at people like Chabad Lubavitch Rabbi Manus Friedman, Rabbi to the Stars, like, you know, Robert Zimmerman, a.k.a. Bob Dylan, he says, the, and this is, you know, in, two, I think, 2009 maybe, I don't have that data right here, but he says, the only way to fight a moral war is the Jewish way. Destroy their holy sites, kill men, women, children, and cattle. Right? So destroy their holy sites, their identity, tear down their statues that reminds them of who they are. Kill the men, the women, and the children. They have to be blotted out. Right? And, you know, you just think, you know, how could this type of doctrine come out of a people who claims to be the eternal innocent victim throughout all of history. And I have it on sound authority by the experts at Appalachian State University that all white people, white Europeans, are born with the disease of irrational anti-Semitism. I learned that at the same Holocaust symposium, summer symposium, as the one and only one I attended, where I almost got arrested by this New York professor imposing community standards at the university where my World War II father, and the person who can you know, claim heritage to being a mountaineer in these mountains, as our Blackburn clan goes all the way back to colonial times, where he did his undergraduate and graduate work, that this woman is telling me in that campus, that I'm not allowed to ask the question or state the fact about who threw the first punch in World War II. 
you know, who declared war on whom first. And, of course, that's that, you know, hate fact of it was the chicken swingers of the world declaring war on Germany. And we see, you know, who was doing the mass killings of that era, you know, of the 1900s. You had the Bolshevik revolutions. You had the Holodomor. You had the Armenian Genocide. And don't forget, you know, the infamous potato famine and the American Holodomor known as the Great Depression, which my grandparents were young parents during the Great Depression raising my father and my mother. My father, you know, was a Depressionary baby just like my mother was, right? And so, you know, that these... People are ruthless, but yet they play the victim, right? So it was curious that on the 6th of May, 2023, the UK Evening Standard ran the headline, Stephen Fry, Paul McCartney, and Elton John lead stars congratulating King Charles. And you think about it, Stephen Fry... You know, big promoter of LGBTQ, you know, cultural Marxist groups. Paul McCartney, or the person who calls himself Paul McCartney, Sir Bill, as I call him, and Elton John, right? And don't you know that, you know, Jimmy Seville, Echo, 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 and Ghislaine Maxwell, Echo, 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 and Jeffrey Epstein, Echo, 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 were just certainly upset that they weren't able to make the big celebrity ball, right? Because all of the bigwig Jews from around the world were there. You know, even though it was Shabbat, you know, they had worked it out where they were you know, going to be putting up, you know, all these Jewish dignitaries in the palace so that they wouldn't have to use electricity or anything like that when they went to the coronation, right? So it's not like they have any power whatsoever in the UK. And, you know, you think that Paul McCartney, this person who calls himself Paul McCartney, is a member of the Order of the Ch Companions of Honor, a CH. And this was founded in, on the 4th of June, 1917, by King George V. And this is the same time he founded the Order of the British Empire, 1917. Interesting year. This person who calls himself Paul McCartney also is an MBE, a most excellent order of the British Empire, a order of chivalry, right, that was also established on the 4th of June, 1917. And, you know, so the question is, you know, who is this person that calls himself Paul McCartney? And what is, why is this significant, right? That this person is so intertwined in British celebrity, international celebrity, you know, why does it matter about him? And so it's interesting when we go through our various cognitive dissidents about various communities of the truth community. And you know, we all started out, you know, like 9 11 changed everything, right? And some people, you know, they, you know, latched onto the JFK and the RFK and the MLK assassinations. And some people, you know, latch on to, of course, 9-11 itself. Other people latch on to the USS Liberty. Some, you know, some people touch the main third rail of the holohoax, right? You know, that's the you know, big one. But with the Paul is dead aspect of this, you know, a lot of people poo-poo it. And it's like, you know, either they're hardcore Beatles fans and they don't want to hear it, Right. Or they just see there's nothing there. And, you know, I have, you know, this is one of those things that kind of came about my, you know, learning curve was, you know, after 9-11, I noticed all of those heroes of mine in the music industry just did not have a taste for 9-11 truth at all or peace, you know, based on false flags and lies, sending young men and women into harm's way based on lies to fulfill somebody else's 
end-game objectives, otherwise known as the Odin Yenin Plan, the Plan for Greater Israel. And that was the New Pearl Harbor, right? So you, know, you were waiting for you know, people like Paul McCartney and you know, Ray Davies and Pete Townsend and all of our other you know, guys that were so smart and we were following them, every word they said. And you know, the thing that killed me about Paul was, of course, he had his 9-11 story. That, you know, he was on the runway when it happened. He was in New York, and he saw, you know, changes like Paul's stories ever always change. But, you know, throughout the thing, you know, he played the Super Bowl after 9-11. We live and let die is the battle cry, you know, to rile people up to war. And, you know, he was against, you know, all of the stuff that those evil Muslims were doing. And so it's just like, what happened to Mr. Peace and Love? of the Beatles fame, right? So around about that time, a very curious group appeared on the internet known as the I Am A Phony group. And I'm not sure how I found out about them, but what struck me immediately is that they had access to all of the Beatles' archives. Nobody had access to all the Beatles' archives. The rule in the and copyright law and business law is you don't mess with the mouse and you don't mess with the Beatles. In other words, you know, that stuff from Apple label, you don't touch it. Northern Songs, you don't touch it. They will come after you and shut you down and you will pay dearly. Just like Walt or the Disney franchise. You don't mess with the mouse. They will shut you down. They will come for you. They are unrelenting, right? So, that struck me as how did this group get access to all of this material? And so why this is coming up now is after the falling apart of the 2012 supposed to be big revelation from the I Am A Phony group, they went dormant. They were struck with the lawsuit and were given a time frame that they can't release the big revelation finale to what they were doing until some date in the future, right? And so what's interesting is in just the last bit, the I Am A Phony group has become, you know, uh, active again, right? And so it's really curious that you know, you're seeing Somebody, you know, this person that calls himself Paul McCartney, being a guest of honor at the coronation of the King of England, while this group that has been doing this for you know, since about 2006 is saying that this guy is not what he seems, right? And so I want to read to you what I did when I first did a show back in 2016 about this I Am A Phony group, and it's called you know, November 8th, 2016. I did that because it was close to the 9th, which was 9-11, which was key in the Paul is dead lore. But this is called The Curious Case of I Am A Phony, and it says, The second hour of Blackbird 9's Breakfast Club host Frederick C. Blackburn looks at the curious history of the I Am A Phony group that surfaced on the Internet around 2010, with a series of very cryptic short YouTube videos on the hidden history of the Beatles entitled The Rotten Apple and an audio-video collage documentary entitled The Winged Beetle. This was followed in 2011 by a collection of music inspired by Beatles songs played backwards called The Right Album 1 and 2. The f finale to this Paul is Dead opus of pop-centered culture, counterculture, was to be a full-length tell-all documentary entitled The Revelation that was to debut on the 9th of November 2012 that was mysteriously canceled at the last moment when a concerted effort was begun to scrub all this material from the Internet. So, since that time, uh, like I said, the I Am A Phony group went active again and they changed the images on the IamAphony.com website then they changed the YouTube channel 
a, a description to read everything begins in spring and the they finally released a long talked about reversed version of Obladi Oblada the song on the 1968 White Album entitled I Am a Phony 23 and the lyrics of this reversed are I devil you devil we all devils right and the two and three is basically symbolizing the two Pauls and the three Beatles that are still alive, right? Uh, so that's what the 23 is. And it has the meanie from the Yellow Submarine. And if you haven't gone out and listened to the show that Mr. Andrew Carrington Hitchcock and I did on the Yellow Submarine, you need to go search that down before it disappears. We uh, brought some good nuggets out on that. And the final thing is the description on the video channel uh, now says, News in no eternity. So some cryptic message, News, N-E-W-S, in no eternity. Uh, so when you start playing hours and hours and hours of the I am a phony material forwards, backwards, split, respiratory, reversed, sideways, and every which way, a few patterns emerge in the I am a phony group's working hypothesis. The first, of course, is the person who says he's Paul McCartney is not the original white Catholic lad from Liverpool, England. The phony, who I will refer to as Sir Bill, echo, 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 is into some very dark stuff, very black magic ritual sacrifice level stuff. Three, and this is all hypothesis. This is you know what the I am a phony group is saying. This is not what I'm saying. So don't be hating on me. I am relying the messenger. Don't stone the crows. Don't stone the messenger. So third is not only uh, or the person who calls himself Paul, you know, Sir Bill, is not only a devout follower of dark magician Aleister Crowley, as were the other Beatles but maybe his biological son, hence the term son of the magician. And it's very interesting in both the Magical Mystery Tour and the Christmas Beatles flexi-disc that year, uh, there are cryptic references to the person, Sir Bill, actually being several years older than the original Paul. And so biologically, it's theoretically possible that he could be the biological son of Aleister Crowley because of the timelines. Uh, it's impossible with the real, uh, real Paul because he wasn't born yet after Crowley had already passed. Okay, four had lots of ties to Charles Manson, Roman Polanski, and the 1960s Laurel Canyon scene. And note that Blue Jay Way is one of the bird streets in the Hollywood Hills just down Sunset Boulevard from the Laurel Canyon area. And uh, may have ties to the cryptic San Francisco, California Zodiac murders that occurred between 1968 or December 1968 and October 69. So that's one of the big uh, accusations that runs through this thread of I am a phony material. Uh, you definitely have to pick everything out, but you know, there's the recurring theme of you know, the codes used in the Zodiac murder cases and how they are very similar to uh, the Jewish mass murderer Albert and the... Uh, Original, you know, Jack the Ripper, who turned out to be, you know, uh, Aaron was it Aaron Kaminsky, or whatever, the Polish Jew, and that you know the cryptic letters were part of both of those, and one of the obscure songs that Sir Bill never released but does it live, and several bootleg uh, copies exist, is a song called 1882, that is an homage to Jack the Ripper, that you know his. Uh, he went astray because he had to steal to uh, feed his starving mother after all the Jews had moved into London after they had assassinated the Tsar. And so that was the little tie-in there, that that's how they got in to escape those programs, right? And six, uh, Paul McCartney may not just died in 1966, but may have been martyred. This is another key thing of the I Am A Phony group is they're always talking about the uh, Terry Jack song or yeah, Terry Knight song of St. Paul. 
and then uh, Shane redid it in New Zealand, and that's the only single on the Macklin label that uh, wasn't uh, a Paul or John song, right? So very, very conspicuous clue there. But this whole idea that Paul may have been actually martyred for trying to explode, expose this globo homo pedophile secret society, right? And the seventh is that Sir Bill is most likely a chicken swinger, right? And so this idea that, you know, the cute one, you know, Paul was always the cute one, not only being swapped out, but swapped out by a Zabatian Frankist black magician who's into some very dark stuff. And so this is, you know, the threads that run throughout the I am a phony storyline. And so and it's interesting that on the 17th of June, 2019, the Jewish Ford runs the story, happy 77th birthday to Paul McCartney, the Jewish Beatle. And it was written by Seth Rogovoy, right? And again, the article, he talks about how John Lennon said that show business was an extension of the Jewish religion, but Paul McCartney, Sir Bill, would be playing in Tel Aviv, right? And it's interesting that, you know, originally the Beatles were banned from Israel. Yeah, they weren't allowed to play the records, sell the records. They couldn't play there. And it wasn't until after 9-11 when Paul McCartney went down to play Israel as a sign of solidarity of the, you know, UK, America, and uh, Israel, you know, going against the, uh, uh, what is it, world terror. You know, they're going to take on international terror of our uh, coalition of the willing. You know, that was the whole push after 9-11 and you know that Paul, this guy that calls himself Paul was totally in on that you know you make it kind of makes you wonder right so lots of other interesting tidbits of tying you know Paul to a kosher lifestyle after he and Jane uh, Asher broke up it seems every woman from Linda Eastman up to you know Heather whatever her name is Heather Mills you know, he's always with these Jewish women, right? So very interesting for a nice young Catholic boy from Liverpool to have a fetish for Jewish women. So anyway, uh, when we come back, we'll continue on with our little traips through history here, and we'll be after these mess- back after these messages. Four, weighing in 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science-analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So, Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic because we're still here i'm not taking the vaccine 
Thank you, Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.